0: So, Caden, I have some bad news for you.
1: Not again.
0: Yeah, not again. <laughs> <laughs> I have some bad news for you. Oh, no. um, I'm just going to read this headline to you because I, I think the independent needs to break it to you because I don't have the heart to. Oh, gosh. Paddington 2 loses perfect Rotten Tomatoes score after bad review calls the character, quote, snide and sullen. <laughs>
1: I, yeah, I think it's great that fucking Citizen Kane <laughs> paid someone to write that review. Right? Posted it's it. such
0: a fucking conspiracy. <laughs> like, I saw that and I was like, who? Who did they have to pay to do this? <laughs> like,
1: yeah, it's a plot by Big Citizen Kane. So you Big buy Citizen more Kane. Citizen Kane. <laughs>
0: What's that sound it's the start of this engine baby
1: <laughs> podcasters start your engines I, <laughs> ah
0: the sound of the big race it's terrible in lane two <sighs> weeping in to steal the grand prize hello oh
1: boy <laughs> Before we start the episode, uh, I we we have a quick request uh, of everyone, um, and so so Rachel has started taking a screenwriting class, mm-hmm. um, and so she's gonna make the next great American film. Yeah, well, um, look
0: out, look out for Paddington Three, bitches. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, yeah, but before she does that, uh, we want to get some practice in, uh, with screen with screenwriting.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um,
1: and so we want you all to send in your bad screenplay. Ideas. And we
0: listen, we know you have them
1: you have to have them you listen to
0: our podcast we know you have bad screenplay ideas stop hoarding those motherfuckers
1: i know there's some fucking theater nerds in
0: here (laughs) share share the wealth
1: (laughs) give us those terrible terrible screenplay ideas like don't you no need to flush them out just like give us give us the premises give us your Um, love yeah, exactly. Send us your
0: logline, and what we're gonna do is we're gonna take your loglines, we're gonna check them out, and maybe choose one of them to go ahead and write a screenplay of for the yeah, show.
1: Exactly. You're gonna hand us the Beyblade, and we're gonna let it rip.
0: You are essentially. <laughs> wow, sorry, I moved on for that way too fast. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, you're gonna be the you're gonna be the executive producer of an episode of Terrible. Be real excited. So if you have a screenplay idea, a log line, please go ahead and send it to us. You can DM us at our podcast is terrible on Instagram. You can email it to us at the terrible at gmail.com. But we want to hear from you.
1: Yeah, please, please, because it'll be so embarrassing if no one sends anything. No one
0: sends one in. We're just, just gonna have to write our own bad screenplay and pretend someone did.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> we're gonna just be like, "This one's from uh G- uh Jer- Jerry, friend, friend of the, of the show. show." Jerry, Jerry. <laughs> we love him. Ah, uh, Jerry, guy.
0: you son of a bitch.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, again, gay, and I, you shouldn't have. Um, so please, so we don't, we don't have to pretend like someone sent something, please, please just send something. But
0: we have all the faith that you have some bad screenplay ideas out there because the the terrible fandom so far (laughs) has showed up. Yeah, all 46 of you have (laughs) so far showed the fuck up with your creation. So love to hear from you. Send it on.
1: Yes, would love that. Um,
0: Let's dive in, Caden. First mm -hmm.
1: thing. I was in the grocery store yesterday Mm -hmm. um, and I saw... They, they had this whole display of, of Mountain Dew, um, and they were yes. advertising this new flavor called oh. Dew S.A., like USA oh,
0: my initial reaction to that is not great it's not great but also it's very there's a duality to that reaction because I'm like mm, we don't need it and also I'm like mm, but maybe I need it yeah <laughs> like...
1: <laughs> um you're officially a member of the of the United du- States of America. oh my
0: god <laughs> what is the flavor supposed to be freedom and sweat and dear yeah. blood like what yes. is
1: it yeah. <laughs> yeah it's eagle tears
0: eagle tears <laughs> who would you like vote for to be president of usa
1: the united states yeah of america? Who's I, feel the like president? The, I feel like the a doesn't stand for america anymore i feel like it's just like the united states of
0: ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, <laughs> who's the president of usa
1: Seth Rogen, probably.
0: Oh, I hate that. Oh, Oh, hell? I hate that.
1: (laughs) Seth Rogen seems like he does some do.
0: I don't yeah he does I mean like he does seem like he does some do. Yeah. I don't want to I don't want to live in the United States of Seth Rogan's president. Really?
1: You don't you don't want him to get up there to give like the state of the address or the The, the state of the state of the address of the state the, 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 straight, <laughs> the state of the
0: Union address The state of the Union
1: I can't believe that Mountain Dew has a subsection of Mountain Dew that's just called gamer fuel where they it's do. like yeah yeah it, well they they shorten it to g fuel but they have a whole drink that is just for gamers Wait. and like the whole thing is like they're marketing it to gamers and their ads are so fucking cringy yeah like I watch a lot of like video game content yeah, on me youtube too. And before the, my whatever my content is, there's always like a G Fuel ad Ugh. that is like I don't know that just like resorts to like the most basic like, like bullshit that's yeah. like level up
0: with G <laughs> Fuel and like
1: literally fuck off like it I can't play of the
0: game with
1: G Fuel <laughs> like. Crush, straight- crush the noobs with g-fuel <laughs>
0: straight up poggers with g-fuel
1: <laughs> that's literally their whole ad campaign
0: uh, mountain dew makes you feel like you are dying in a fun way and then you are dying in a not fun way <laughs> like that's what mountain dew does to you it's like you are having an anxiety attack and then your body is sapped of life
1: <laughs> mountain dew no more lives. <laughs> Mountain Dew, game over.
0: <laughs> oh my god! The year is twenty sixty eight, and they've got like a black Mountain Dew that's like void fuel. <laughs> and it's how that they've decided to control. It's like a Thanosy moment where they're like, "We're gonna take out half the world."
1: <laughs> <laughs> void.
0: <fuel.
2: laughs> oh god. Mount,
1: Mountain Dew abyss. <laughs> <laughs> the tagline is just peer into it.
0: <laughs> it's, it stares back.
1: <laughs> Become swallowed.
0: And, and the ad is just like a bottle of this black Mountain Dew sitting on like a table in the dark and it's just like that hollow like <laughs> sound and it just like zooms in slowly on the bottle and that's the whole ad. <laughs>
1: There's just like waves of energy radiating <laughs> off of this Mountain Dew bottle. And they made
0: it black by just combining every other flavor of Mountain Dew they ever made.
1: Mountain Dew, become nothing.
0: <laughs> Mountain Dew, the sweet embrace of death. <laughs> God,
1: just like, I can't wait. I cannot wait for Mountain Dew's nihilistic turn.
0: <laughs> and Mountain Dew just becomes all about how everything is meaningless and you might as well do the dew. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Mountain Dew, you might as well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mountain Dew, I mean, let's be real, what else are you gonna do? <laughs> Here's 2087 and we have no natural water sources left on earth, we only have Mountain Dew. <laughs> the,
1: the USA is gone, there's only dew USA. There's
0: only dew <laughs> God.
1: Rachel, what is your first thing?
0: Yes. I'd love to talk about something that neither of us has experienced in a long time in our own personal lives, but that is so- Making
1: small talk at a gym.
0: Oh my God. You talk to people at the gym? What kind of fucking not intentionally? Are you? <laughs> I'd love to talk to you about something that neither of us has experienced in our personal lives in a whole long time, but that's so pervasive that I think that it just, it really will stick with you. And I, I you're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, and that is targeted t-shirts, you know, oh those targeted God. shirts you see on Facebook yeah. that are like, don't mess with me. I'm an Angela born in February and I have a knife.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or like just Rachel things. Like you get those, mm-hmm. like you used to get those Facebook ads all the time. Yeah. Uh, I love those fucking shirts. I think they're so stupid. I love them so much. And then I was thinking about this recently. Um, did you ever have one? No. And I regret it all the time. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, what I would love to do, honestly, is to purchase targeted shirts once they eventually start making their way to thrift stores after the people who purchase them are done with them. So I can have a bunch of like, yes, I'm a Taurus. Yes. I'm mad. Yes. I'm an electrical engineer what are you gonna yeah. do about it like, <laughs> yeah I, I'd love to have a collection of other people's targeted shirts but the ones that yeah. were targeted for me honestly they were targeted enough to be kind of boring where it's like yes I'm Rachel yes I love books and everyone would be like duh so like yeah, yeah. but um yeah. but yeah so I was thinking about that and I was like how How did those happen? How did those come to be? Because it was like one night we were without (laughs) targeted t-shirt ads. And the next day, I feel like on Facebook, it was just every ad you got. was for like a weird, shitty shirt. Um, (laughs) And so I was looking this up and it looks like uh, there's a great... 2018 hustle article by Zachary Crockett where he kind of dives in um, to the targeted t-shirt industry and more spe- and more generally actually just the targeted merch industry because um, it turns out like spoiler alert it's not just shirts it's all over the place um, but so the, one of the first kind of instances of targeted t-shirts um, was this company called Solid Gold Bomb Uh, as a t-shirt company owned by a guy named Michael Fowler in like the early 2000s, 2010s. He's apparently had like 20 years of like t-shirt industry experience. Um, but he was thinking about the fact that like, it's such a creative endeavor to create like pithy slogans and things and it's, and they don't always sell well once you've stocked them. So you come up with a slogan, you stock, you know, 500 shirts, you don't sell them. And then you just have 500 fucking shirts. Um, so he had the idea to do algorithmic design where he would start with compiling phrases like the article uses the example kiss me i'm blank
1: um so he would start
0: with compiling those phrases um and then he would print on demand and he was able to list millions of t-shirts without having to actually stock any of that physical inventory right which is it's genius it's a, it's a smart idea um and then of course Facebook's targeted ad system would identify your interests because they're if you've never looked at your Facebook privacy stuff and like what they know about you based on your ad interactions spoiler alert it's terrifying they know too much um so they would be able to take those interests they know about you and match you up with those t-shirts that have had algorithmic stuff plugged in like kiss me I'm from Sweden or like a kiss me. I'm a doctor. And so, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: so that's kind of how that originated. Um, I will say the, uh, the story of solid gold bomb, the company does not end well, um, (laughs) as I'm sure you can guess, uh, they do not exist anymore. And it's because I'm just going to read some of this from this article. So in 2012, as we all remember, the World War II propaganda phrase "keep calm and carry on" was having a moment, and Michael yeah, Fowler decided.
1: Fuck is up with right? that? I
0: ha- I'm sure. Sh- I think I had a poster that said "keep calm and carry on" in my freshman year dorm room. um Like, oh, and like, Michael Fowler decided to capitalize it with a simple bit of coding, says the article. He began with the phrase "keep calm and blank," then compiled huge lists of verbs and prepositions and pronouns. In the end, he generated about 700 variations of the phrase on t-shirts and put them up on Amazon. Unfortunately, things didn't go according to plan. And so the problem that happens here, and I'm not gonna read all of them because some of them are so shocking, um, but like there was no one who was quality control checking all the lists of set at the hundreds of verbs. Oh, no. And so he ended up with shirts that said things like, keep calm and knife her, <laughs> or keep calm and grope on. <laughs>
1: Why is grope an option?
0: And, like, there are, there are even... In the word bank? There are truly more horrifying ones than those. And so, like, obviously, people saw these on their Facebook ads and were like, what the fuck? And, like, it, he he issued an apology letter, but, like, it, it, at, at that point... His business was was done, and like the company <laughs> is gone
1: now. <laughs> Wait, so, that's so funny.
0: It's so <laughs> funny. It's such a it's, fucking disaster. One well, of this flew too
1: close to the t-shirt son
0: It's truly it's really, like he really. It's one of those things where like really didn't think that went through. Oh why God. did no one do QA? I mean, the article makes the <laughs> also, point. Also, that- why
1: why did he have words that could be like I? I could definitely see like you put in some words and you get some apples to apples like yeah. shenanigans yeah but like why is the word grope in there right like, why like, well, why, that's what mean. like why was
0: why was no one doing quality assurance on that list of verbs where did they pull that list from like why was that why was everyone like yeah just pull out every verb and it'll be fine i'm sure because none of those are bad <laughs> <laughs> such a mess um yeah and so the the article makes the argument quote, in an age of retail governed by volume and scale, what happens to quality control? Which makes a lot of sense. Algorithmic companies are plugging in way too many things to keep track of. They end up with a lot of questionable shit. There's another great uh, feature in this article about these weird ass fucking phone cases that just, they had a whole library of stock images and then you could order on demand on Amazon. But so they have weird things like, like what's this one? Uh, Adult diaper worn by old man with a crutch cell phone case. (laughs) <laughs> or like to- like toenail fungus cell phone cases, and they're just these stock images that they'll print on demand, and so like it's a real it's a real problem. It's a real problem. They're really weird, um, and also like there's a certain beauty to it. Um, but so one of the ways I've kind of stayed connected to the targeted shirts scene is because there's actually a subreddit for it, and it's just our targeted shirts. Um, okay. And yeah, I just wanted to talk about some of these and yeah. read a few of them, like this one that says I like playing guitar but I dot 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 love giving foot massages to old Ukrainian women <laughs> oh,
2: <that's>...
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, that's or so uh, put a hand on my grill and you will feel the wrath of my meat hashtag born in December <laughs> <laughs>
1: Also, also, my name is Dan, and I have a I have two beautiful daughters named Peyton and Ashley. (laughs) Yes,
0: they are eight and ten, and they both love popsicles.
1: (laughs) I live on (laughs) three (laughs) three (laughs) three northeast.
0: Oh God! Or there's uh never underestimate an old man who is covered by the blood of Jesus and was born in October. (laughs) (laughs) i like it because covered by the blood of jesus so such an evocative
1: phrase it it is very evocative it's not like like,
0: not like covered by the sacrifice of jesus it's specifically like i'm covered in his blood (laughs)
1: like i did the thing you you know the thing that happened to jesus i did it (laughs)
0: I, it was it was me <laughs> oh god or like, uh, you
1: know the thing that happens before easter yeah i did that
0: <laughs> the thing that one thing and you know
1: that one day before easter
0: oh, and then god. easter's
1: sort of the end of that i did that you're welcome
0: (laughs) there's also um yes i'm a spoiled grumpy old man but not yours i'm the property of a freaking awesome wife she was born in december she is a bit crazy and scares me sometimes mess with me the beast in her will awake and they'll never find your body yes she bought me this shirt This is like 11.5. It's on and this photo, is it's on the back of like a broad shouldered man and a whole shirt.
1: <laughs> this shirt is worn by a semi truck and it's an <laughs> 11 point times new Roman font. Oh my God. <laughs>
0: oh my god i just love these um
1: like that one especially feels like they had to make a word count
0: they really, were like i need you to fill up this much space with as much text as humanly possible (laughs) really really slather it in there or like Uh, this one and in large text it says i love my wife but there's fine print in between so it really reads i love it when my wife lets me play cornhole (laughs) you could misinterpret that one quite you really could but if you're not misinterpreting it it's just the weirdest <laughs> game choice like why would you need and,
1: to have your uh, wife let you play like honey honey get oh please can i go can i get the bags you have them locked up in the cellar and she's I,
0: like no todd remember you broke the back window last time <laughs>
1: Oh, oh my dang god
0: it. <laughs> yeah oh god um or bass guitars solve most of my problems bourbon does the rest which yeah. is like hey bud you bet <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: bass guitar
0: or uh, like any... I'm
1: just laying down some sick riffs on my bass <laughs> Sle- finally I don't I don't have to drink anymore I can't
0: afford my rent but I can play a sick lick <laughs> like... <laughs> I love this one any man can be a father but it takes someone special to be a shih tzu daddy
1: <laughs> <laughs> are people just making these or are these like no these, are, these. I, I
0: some of these are made some of these are real <laughs> Or uh, I have uh, I have a Mamazilla don't mess with me you'll be burned by the atomic ray <laughs> like
1: the what? atomic ray This Godzilla
0: have in atomic ray <laughs>
1: Mama Zilla, what is that a what? Oh my god, <laughs> what does that
0: mean? Relevant. This is a, it's a black and white American flag with a single bubbly green stripe going through the middle that says, "I support the thin do line." <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I want that shirt. <laughs> that's so funny oh my god it's so funny. <laughs> that one's
1: definitely someone that like just trolling who made that uh, has
0: there's no be. way <laughs> I love the ones that are just like my girlfriend is so fucking crazy and she'll kill you if you even look at me once yeah the, oh, the fucking are straight
1: people okay genre is like large yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like even from that same time period of just like all those shirts that are like I'm with her like she's with me with like the arrows it's just fucking there were whole stores of that shit in the mall where you're like I can't imagine that anyone is actually gone
0: right this uh this person compiled several really good ones I work 24 hours a day and spend all my money on high-quality crack cocaine. Yes, my amazing stepson, Brandon, who was born in July and has anger issues, still owes me $24,000 for wrecking my truck into a children's hospital. <laughs> There's also, um, in a world full of moms, be a mom sus, and it's got huh? little Among Us characters.
1: Oh my <laughs> fucking <laughs> what is um, that, e- what is that even I a love this one that says- This is such a bad pun. Like it didn't even register in my head that that was a pun at first. That's so bad. Oh
0: my God, it's an Among Us pun. It's, it's really an among, bad. It's Among
1: Us. It's so bad.
0: I like this one that just says, Kyle, best gay ever. <laughs> We did it. We found the best.
1: <laughs> All the other gays can resign. Why even oh, be gay at this point? You'll never be Kyle.
0: God, yeah. So, uh, oh my God, this is an actual human being wearing this shirt that says, "I'm a dad that runs on Jesus and cornhole." <laughs> what is it? With What's up with the cornhole? <laughs> Why is that such a big thing? People want you
1: to. I people really want you to know that they're into cornhole.
0: I've got one more that I'm going to tell you about and then I'm going to stop looking at these. It's, this is also an actual photo. So this shirt exists and it's my pullout game is weak as fuck. And then a bunch of ultrasound pictures. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Why would that be the way you would ever announce that news? (laughs) Like, yeah, we were trying not to, but I suck at it. <laughs> I, we were trying not to get pregnant, but oh, well. oh my God.
1: Okay. Jesus. So I actually have some very relevant things to add to this because yes. since, um, for my job, I work at a farmer's market. Um, and so I have been seeing some interesting t-shirts at the farmer's market yes. because like, I like. Right. I haven't been to events in a long time. So I'm finally out and like, it's, especially when it's slow, it's like a really, like, I'm just people watching because I have nothing else to do. I'm just standing there in front of a bunch of vegetables. Like, I don't know, like, I'm just (laughs) looking at people. Um, and so, uh, I, I'm just going to tell you a few of the shirts that I've seen. Um, so one of them was, uh, it said, so the phrase on the shirt said, buy me brunch. And then the image on the shirt was just like a drawing of a hand with a gun, (laughs) like just like pointed like outwards. (laughs) I was so I don't. What does that
0: mean? (laughs) i'm going to shoot buy you
1: right here's a gun
0: <laughs> oh my i wish it had that text on it and said buy me brunch here's a gun <laughs> <laughs> i want that shirt that's so stupid
1: <laughs> buy me brunch gun dot <laughs> jpeg <laughs> god <laughs> um, that's so good so that was a pretty good and confusing one there was also one that said uh I don't have my own bike, but I ride my biker boyfriend.
2: Oh God. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's, just, so gross. It's That's so, so gross. But it's like, you're wearing this in public to a <sighs> yeah. farmer's market. Oh, like this God. isn't a shit host online. You're wearing I it know this is, body. you are,
0: you are wearing, I ride my biker boyfriend in front of All these farmers and God.
1: He's standing next to you.
0: Oh my god. Do you think he got her
1: the shirt though? I don't know. I don't want to think about it. (laughs) I don't want to think about Uh, any of the dynamics in that relationship. Yeah,
0: big yuck. Oh my god. (laughs) Um Uh,
1: yeah, those are definitely the two funniest. There are some other like ones, but they they weren't quite as funny. Um but yeah. Um,
0: this kind of bridges into something else I wanted to talk about on yeah. this, which is that if we were to make an algorithm for the assumed demographic of our audience, yeah. what targeted shirts would come out of that? Like what phrases might we plug in there? What <laughs> words might we, might we, we make sure Ugh. that we add in? Like, Yeah, okay, yeah. I've,
1: I've immediately got one. Yeah, hit it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Hufflepuff, and I was really into Hamilton three years ago. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, okay. my god.
0: Uh, oh my god that's god, so I, good i know
1: it's applicable to at least some so
0: really truly though like yes i'm unironically into astrology yes i'm just now learning about my savings account oh <laughs>
1: like, uh, uh, yeah
0: um kaden What's your second thing?
1: Ma 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 mascot mm-hmm, 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 madness.
0: Yes. Did welcome. you know that our our mm-hmm. listeners love your mascot madness jingle?
1: Oh, that's great. I'm yeah, so people, glad. Yeah, people
0: get just as hyped as I do when you hear that <laughs> little mumuma. <mm-mm-mm. laughs>
1: wow, wonderful. Um, wonderful. well, welcome to Mascot Madness. It's <laughs> a segment where we talk about mascots for a while.
0: Um, yes. That is
1: the official tagline. Official and tagline of it. Mascot
0: Madness. I love that. I want that on a shirt. <laughs> Fuck yeah.
1: Um, so I've got a real doozy for you today. Um, and I was hoping that I could do some more research into this one. And I did some research and it's just, it's unexplainable. It's the issue.
0: Fun. Oh, I love that.
1: <laughs> um.
0: I love the mystery of whatever you're bringing to the table here. This just became a true crime podcast.
1: Yeah, truly. <laughs> um, so, uh, so, but before I start this one, friend of the show, Zach sent this one in. Um, so, and, <laughs> uh, they sent it and I was like, I clicked on it and I was like, holy shit. This one is a fucking slam dunk. It's Hell literally, yeah. it's literally a dunk. This mascot's name is dunk. Okay. Um, dunk and yeah so this mascot's name is dunk and it is a mascot created by the nsa
0: No. What? Why does the NSA have a mascot? Why? I thought their mascot was the NSA agent in your phone. Like, I thought that was their whole deal. The,
1: no. So the National Security Agency, um, the people that spy on you, have a mascot called Dunk, and it is specifically uh, a mascot for their recycling uh, Earth Day
0: program. Why does the NSA have a recycling and what? program? Why does the NSA? Have Why are they program? in charge of that? <laughs> oh,
1: they, it's just one of the things, one of the many what? things that they do oh is that God. they have a a recycling
0: program. <laughs> Fucking incredible! And
1: so, um, I will uh, just so that you can see this, I will uh, send you this. Uh, yes, yes. In the chat, right? I'm really now.
0: excited. I have. I'm just gonna pause it right the fuck there. I have a thousand questions already. Why? Why are his arms so beefy? What's up with the purple shorts? So y'all, we 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 have
1: to we have to establish what what Dunk looks like. Yeah, (laughs) y'all.
0: Dunk is a recycling bin
1: (laughs) with imagine the moon face emoji. Yeah, and that's
0: his face. (laughs) But it is it is a three dimensional character, like it's a 3D modeled character, and so the face. It is worth noting is like in bas-relief on the face of, of on the side of the recycling bin like slowly coming out of it like the Nicholas yeah. Flamel in yeah. the fucking book.
1: And it looks like early 2000s CGI. Yeah. <laughs> like it's really wow. it's, it looks like something that someone would make as a shit post but, but it's created by the NSA. <laughs>
0: it's wearing these chunky ass tennis shoes with these little white athletic socks and there are purple shorts that do not come up above its waist but that are just short legs sticking out out of the bottom of the recycling bin. (laughs) And it really is ripped. He has
1: (laughs) absolutely shredded on
0: absolute jawbreakers on that bud.
1: (laughs) So this is uh this is an official thing created by by the NSA to promote their their earth day sort of program and so what
0: the hell when
1: you so this is like a minute and a half long uh ad Mm -hmm. um so i think it might be this might so it's a youtube video but i think that this is cut from like a longer
0: yeah it's just clips from other uh, from the earth day stuff
1: uh and so these are just the parts with dunk in it um but (laughs) so uh so what Dunk is encouraging, this is like for kids, essentially. So this is like meant to be shown in schools, I believe. Okay. Um, okay. And so the, the what they want you to do is to start a, and this is so fucking funny, they want you to do a trash audit at your school to see uh like what is being recycled what can be recycled and like how much stuff you're throwing away versus how much stuff you can be recycling but here's (laughs) but here's what's funny here's what's funny is you're digging through all of the trash yeah and you're analyzing all of the trash which is that's what the fucking nsa NSA does they're They're like "Hmm, how can we relate what we do to kids (laughs) yeah like how
0: can we train these kids to be narcs though (laughs) (laughs) you you kids want to be fucking narcs like here's what here's what every kid wants to do dig through the trash can yeah
1: (laughs) buy on your classmates
0: seriously like what the fuck compile
1: all the data collect it all
0: Cause like, I get, I get the idea of like, it's good to know, like, if your s- school is being wasteful, blah, blah, blah. Like you guys can learn together, but like, that's not what it comes off as. <laughs> no. Wow. That's a mess though. Um,
1: and so I specifically want to point out, uh, th- this one part in the video that is just mm. the most horrifying thing I've ever seen. Um, uh, so as he sort of uh, as dunk closes out his uh his pitch for this um he says the more you fill me up the happier i am no! and then his face Morphs into this horrifying CGI grin. Oh my God. And he just stares at you horribly. It's horrible. Who
0: approved this? Who approved this? I feel like out of all of the agencies in the United States, the NSA knows how fucked up people are the most. Like, who was like, yeah, let's let that fly? That's so, so bad.
1: (laughs) It's horrible oh my god
0: (laughs) the more you fill me up the happier i'll be christ jesus just
1: the worst so there's this article uh this is uh upon learning of dunk uh i submitted a freedom of information act request for any communication and documents related to the development of dunk
0: Oh my God, More yes. than
1: two years later, the NSA came through with a handful of unclassified documents. Oh my
0: God, what? <laughs> yes. This person
1: did the research. They did the work on Dunk.
0: No kidding.
1: Um, and the, the results are not that funny. Just that concept is pretty funny. Yeah. Um, but apparently uh, Dunk started off as like a sketch of like, there was one that was like a big recycling bin who was mm-hmm. like a different uh, for like wood I guess like a giant mm. dumpster and then there's another one that is like sort of like dunk but not shredded mm. um and then there's it just like there's just like if you go to this article you can just see the various uh, versions of dunk the iterations they, like, of dunk as they work through it um, I just don't
0: understand why they needed it
1: yeah it's a great question and this article also brings up some good questions um does the trash give him energy what happened to his dumpster friend why is he called dunk when why is he called dunk when he's clearly lobbing the trash
0: oh my god what does the trash give him energy what does he eat who's feeding him
1: i don't know but the trash gives him pleasure
0: oh my (laughs) god god that's so what a horrible mascot i can't believe that's from our government
1: yeah that's. That's from the folks that uh, can see the metadata of all your phone calls and texts and emails.
0: And with all that information, they were still like, you know what people will respond to? (laughs) This guy. (laughs) What secrets is Dunk keeping?
1: Dunk is just full of classified documents yeah Dunk is where
0: all the documents they shredded go <laughs> where
1: all of the secret court rulings that we didn't even know existed just they put <laughs> put them straight into Dunk
0: yeah and Dunk is like Dora Explorer style like num 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 shh
1: wait that would, that would be the perfect sort of catchphrase for yeah, Dunk yeah. it's like the, the more you toss into me the happier I am shh <laughs> yeah i actually i don't have that much on that i just wanted to share that that exists
0: god bless um, and thanks for uh thanks to friend of this show zach for sending this over this is yeah, hilarious. yeah
1: thank you thank you for that
0: kaden uh-huh. couple weeks ago uh-huh. i found myself thinking hey what's macklemore up to nowadays yeah
1: that's a good question i really
0: i realized <laughs> And like a, in a moment of stunning clarity, it's like, what happened to Macklemore? I haven't seen Macklemore. Macklemore in so long. And so, I was, yeah. and so I messaged my friend and I was like, hey, what happened to Macklemore though? And he was like, I have no idea. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, did he, did we all, is Macklemore just a fever dream? You know, Macklemore liberator of the gay community and savior of rap, <laughs> did we just make him up? <laughs> uh, um, yeah,
1: thank thank you, Macklemore, for yeah, all the good work.
0: Thanks, thanks, Macklemore. Um, but so so I decided to just do a little looking up. Yeah, and see what Macklemore's up to nowadays. You know, I was kind of assuming he would still be making music and stuff. Um, and I don't know that he's not. I can't say that definitively. But what I can say is I got a nasty surprise, Kaden. Oh no! Because Macklemore, don't, don't,
1: sl- don't slander my king. <laughs>
0: Um, Macklemore, uh, has evolved to his final form as a wealthy white man and has gotten really into golf. (laughs)
1: okay yeah i you know what i feel like i've seen a picture of that lad in golf yeah
0: so the problem is he grew this nasty mustache yeah and a mullet and got super into golf and he now looks like someone who might like coach their son's little league team and like shout at them (laughs) like he looks very yikes and he has started a golf apparel company oh no called bogey boys
1: Bogey Boys, which is
0: like love that the whole ethos of the company is like we are mediocre at golf. <laughs> and,
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: uh, and he said, uh, "Yeah, there's a, a great, a great tweet from him uh, that it, that shows you that he's still Macklemore on the inside because he's when I started Bogey Boys, I had a dream of getting in Golf Digest eventually. When we were designing, I ordered Hella Old Golf Digest from the '70s as inspiration." <laughs> <laughs> so the story with bogey boys uh on his website, my love for the game of golf started two years ago. Is, why is this Macklemore's <laughs> voice? It was a balmy morning on the beautiful yet sleepy island of Kauai. It was just like <laughs> yet another extraordinarily rich white dude thing to say. Um, uh, yeah. I'm just gonna send you-,
1: Damn, you. You remember when Macklemore said make the money, don't let the money make you. <laughs>
0: Well, woof to that, am I right? I'm I'm sending you a link right now to uh, the collection, the newest collection for Bogey Boys. So you can just kind of see what's going on here. Um, So I just have some editorial comments about this. So (laughs) much of this merch line revolves around being a mediocre golfer. That's kind of their whole thing, but it still kind of caters to a traditional golf look, I feel like it's supposed to be like tongue in cheek, like yeah. for casual golfers. Like it's, everybody look it up. They're like, the player's pant is a $120 pair of bright green pants. <laughs> or like there's the world's ugliest shirt. It's a like a polo shirt that is bright yellow with a yeah. green collar and a green hem.
1: The thing is, I picture Macklemore in that shirt, and suddenly it's kind of fire. But like, I can't really think of anyone else who would would pull off that, who could pull off that shirt. Like, I feel like these are all things that Macklemore could wear, and probably not that many other people.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like they have a whole like a weird tiger emblem that looks like an eight-year-old (laughs) drew it,
1: which is weird. I
0: I love the. (laughs) It's uh, it's
1: like if you put Hobbs through a blender.
0: I love that there's a line of uh, corduroy snapbacks. <laughs> <Like, laughs> Who was like, you know what? We need snapbacks, but we can't just do a regular snapback. What's the weirdest fabric you could possibly use <laughs> for a snapback? And so I just, I feel like some of it in, silhouette is really catering to a tr- more traditional golf look but with the colors and the designs i feel like it's supposed to be tongue-in-cheek for casual golfers but it's neither far enough separated to be you know not your traditional golf crowd nor is it traditional a- traditional enough to sell well with your traditional golf crowd it's like frat boy golf
1: yeah it's absolutely frat boy golf yeah that is this aesthetic
0: um, and uh, also, critical sources like the Wall Street Journal are likening it to streetwear, which I think is fucking laughable. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: like, mean, that's just because you don't have a genre for this, but yeah.
0: <laughs> but, like, in what world are tartan socks that have the letters BB embroidered in gold thread streetwear?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, or, like, yeah, I like the ball markers that they have. Uh, say bogey boy a bogey ain't bad either like they're really pushing home like hey you kind of suck at golf yeah that's okay yeah so do we
1: normalize sucking at golf
0: normalize Um. sucking at golf though (laughs) (laughs) and like i love when you scroll over uh any item on this website the person wearing the model wearing it the photo looks so defeated Like all of them are like slumping their shoulders, like arms to their sides.
1: I also they look so
0: discouraged.
1: Can I say something? Of course. Um, I really appreciate that instead of fifty dollars for a t-shirt, it's thirty-eight for a t-shirt.
0: Oh my god! Oh my god! he really played himself with that he
1: really you? fucking played himself
0: <laughs> damn like that's all of his, $38 all dollars of his for fucking, a t-shirt
1: And all of his fucking songs are about like hey don't buy that dumb designer shit wait here's my clothing line yeah here's what the bogey fuck, boys Macklemore? a pinstripe
0: cardigan or what we're calling the palm springs cardigan which is lightly salmon with a design of a palm tree with crossed golf clubs in front of it on the breast
1: <laughs> like, um, I'm gonna be honest with you both of those cardigans are fine Oh my God,
0: they're horrible, Kaden.
1: Uh, I would wear those. Um, The I just like. Oh, I didn't even notice the back of those polos has Bogey Boys written in incredibly large
0: font. I didn't
1: notice that, but they're a (laughs) hundred dollars, like Macamore you you did it you did all the things you sold that you out doing your music
0: buddy did you see the dog leg windbreaker for 30 130 you can get a windbreaker that unzips at the elbow on the sleeve so it can also be a short sleeve windbreaker which is something anyone wanted <laughs> Why
1: would anyone want that?
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it's it's like i when i when i got on Macklemore's Twitter at first I legitimately was like oh is there another dude named Macklemore <laughs> cuz like he looks so different he looks so different and his whole thing is so different now cuz at first I at first I went to look him up cuz I was going to go back to that friend I was talking to and be like yo remember how Macklemore's kind of hot and then I got on his Twitter and I was <laughs> like oh my god
1: don't <laughs> oh, no <laughs>
0: just repellent mustache
1: oh oh my yeah oh my <laughs> i told you
0: like when you say like macklemore could pull it off like old macklemore could pull it off new macklemore looks like hell? he forgot your birthday and so he slipped a check for 200 dollars in a card and winked at you and was like don't tell your mom <laughs> Like
1: what the fuck happened to macklemore right
0: like what <laughs> happened to <you>? him <laughs> uh
1: you know what i've like him and him and Ryan Lewis got a divorce and they did. It was fucking all over.
0: Yeah. Macklemore. And now Macklemore's golf dad.
1: What the fuck?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I don't honestly have a ton to say about this. I've been just like, everybody should go look at this site because it's <laughs> gnarly and it's amazing. Caden, third and final thing. Yeah. Hit me.
1: I. I'm I'm maybe gonna get kind of passionate here.
0: Um, oh, oh yeah, wait, let me strap I in.
1: <laughs> I think it's terrible that bidets aren't common in the US.
0: You love your bidet.
1: I think that it is just like a like it just makes sense, right? It does make like, sense. Like <sighs> okay, everyone, everyone gather in. Come, come on in.
0: Children take a seat because
1: I don't, I don't want to other anyone. I want to invite you all in. Um, and I just want, this is a
0: nurturing space. (laughs) Yeah,
1: this is a nurturing space. And so I just, I just want to tell you, you have to stop wiping dry paper across (laughs) your ass. Like in what world is that cleaning anything?
0: imagine the like tiktok audio they're like <laughs> you have to stop you wiping
1: to your, stop. your ass <laughs> it, it's exactly that you have <laughs> to stop, stop. Smearing shit around your ass with dry paper, Gross, like
0: exactly,
1: yeah. And when you say it like that's what that's what you're doing, but,
0: but like if you're no counterpoint that's it's what not, you're doing. no because if you're smearing, oh, if you're just smearing the poop around, you're doing it wrong. You are supposed to be removing it with right. the paper, but
1: in the you're you're just dragging dry paper across your. Ass. I'll agree,
0: it's the least. Like, common comfortable
1: option. It's the least comfortable and also like, you don't wash your hands by dragging, by wiping them on a napkin. That's not how you clean things. That's not how you wash anything. You this don't This is take where a we shower. find
0: out that Caden's never used a napkin before. Because <laughs> that is literally exactly what you do with a napkin. It's <laughs> so like, no, oh, I got like, jam on my finger, wipe, wipe. You would wash wife. your
1: hands, though. Like, a napkin is like an toilet intermediary. Paper.
0: Toilet paper isn't how you wash your anus either. You do that in the shower.
1: I guess that's true. But then you're still like, I would, if I, but if you have scenario, the opportunity
0: to not wipe the jam off your hand and instead wash your hands, you take it.
1: Yeah. Exactly. But like what I'm saying is there's the opportunity here to not just wipe the jam off your hands and have a sticky residue left. Yeah. You 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 cannot, you cannot have a sticky residue left is what I'm saying. Boy, Howdy, you could not have a sticky residue left? Boy, you, you can choose to not have that. Make that choice. Us as a country. We could choose why don't to walk we? around the sticky residue.
0: Well, why doesn't the U.S. do bidets? Why don't we
1: do bidets?
0: Yeah. So I did a
1: little bit of research into this. Yeah. Um, I'm really curious. Essentially, because we do what Britain does. Okay. 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 Um, because as much as we would like to say we separate from Britain, ha ha.
2: Ha we ha. don't.
1: Um, because... You know, the people that came here were just British and they yes. still did British things like yes. colonize, Like colonizing, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fun, fun <laughs> shit.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Um, uh, the days in Britain uh, sort of were a thing that were only common in brothels
0: initially. Oh my God, is this, so... a, is this a John Henry Kellogg issue? <laughs> 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 he's like, uh, we can't have that water squirting up here.
1: He's the one who made a yogurt oh, enema. So
0: I'm... <laughs> <laughs> Only two pints of yogurt.
1: <laughs> the day is too far. Um,
0: <laughs> I draw the line
2: of day
1: <laughs> <laughs> No, but so. The days were like a thing that were in brothels, and so it was seen as like taboo or unsanitary.
0: Very interesting. Um,
1: Which is like sort of a flimsy excuse. Exactly. Like I
0: would argue that if you are using a personal cleansing product and you are a sex worker, it's probably a good personal cleansing product, and you know what you're doing.
1: (laughs) Yeah um so it sort of comes from that and I would say also like just good marketing by toilet paper companies that have yeah. sort of established themselves as like right it's just like a culture thing right other other countries use bidets so true. and that's it's just so culture and yeah. so what the U.S. Where's has it? decided to do is to choose the most wasteful and also just grossest fucking way yes, you could possibly clean your now. ass yeah. and they just we stick to it yeah and like this is, babe. I don't know. I think people are just uncomfortable about their assholes, so they. But like, I don't understand why you would rather drag your fingers across your asshole with a thin sheet of paper than just wash it off with water. Like, I know we're getting in the weeds, but this is what it is, and I don't understand. Like, like if you ha- if you're just like wiping your ass every day, not thinking about it, I understand. Like, I was there with you, but then you think about it, and you're like, why the fuck?
0: it's standing on a podium, like, rise up, brethren. <laughs> like, please. Like, I'm begging you God, god this is such a different energy than i expected today like so, so Kaden, tell us about your bidet journey you got a bidet toward the beginning of quarantine right
1: I did. Yeah. Because, and why,
0: what moved you to do that?
1: <laughs> Cause I was home a lot. So I was, I think like part of it was like, I was just pooping in the same spot. every day. And you were day. like, how
0: can I make this better?
1: <laughs> right. And I was just like, I'm so sick of wiping my ass. Like just straight up. I'm so tired of it. Like it God. is not a fun activity. Not it's something you enjoy doing. Yeah. And like, I'm just always doing it. Plus there is like, this actually didn't factor that much into my decision-making, but there was the whole toilet paper shortage and like where uh, everyone sure. bought a shitload oh of toilet God, paper. Oh my God, that was, I was so like,
0: annoying. It was like, what are you people doing? God, remember how COVID's not a gastrointestinal disease? <laughs> the fact that I could not purchase enough toilet paper for my needs was ridiculous.
1: <laughs> it's absurd. And it's just like, you, there's a thing that you can just wash your butt with water just wash it and with you water. don't like you still like right like I still use some toilet paper right like to like, right. dry off like right. so it's not like you use zero toilet <laughs> you don't paper. just you
0: don't just drip
1: dry <laughs> yeah I don't I don't just drip in my drip in my pants. oh my
0: god our listeners are learning so much about you right
1: <laughs> they're learning that I <laughs> don't have poop on my ass all day, (laughs) which I'm fine with them learning that.
0: I love, I love this, I love this like Caden on his podium, like I don't have poop on my asshole. And everyone's like, wow, he's so much better than us.
1: (laughs) (laughs) As they should be. (laughs) Um, So I did I was doing some research because like there were definitely some people out there who are like uh, oh like the days are like healthier for you and there's some health benefits. (laughs) (laughs)
2: like that's why I looked into
1: it yeah like eh, not really but I do want to point out my whole uh issue uh this quote sort of summarizes uh my issue with like like, why wouldn't you just use it the day? Um, yeah. And so this is from like, it, it's an article in the New York New York, New York Times. The New York Times. New York Times.
0: Like, what accent what, was that? No one knows. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get on with the show now, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm walking.
1: Boy, you got a paywall, blood pay up. Um, You got two more articles. <laughs> I think actually maybe I'll read this quote in that accent. I like yeah, that. Yeah,
0: please do, yeah. <laughs>
1: Your butt is probably fine with whatever <laughs> level of microbes and poop it's sporting now.
0: It's <laughs> sporting. Oh my god! Sporting. <laughs> oh my um, god. So
1: that so that's that's a uh, a doctor's quote um, yeah. about like. Eh, so sorry. This is Doctor uh-huh. John Swartzberg. Doctor okay. John Swartzberg uh says yeah there's there's some poop on your butt but like it's It's like your butt is
0: probably fine which isn't what i want to hear yeah
1: um here's another here's another like uh, an action so like uh health benefits are like eh, like there's some studies some of them are like eh, maybe they help with hemorrhoids but Mm -hmm. the sample size is too small to like really like uh say sure like whether that's like actually like in the long run. Right, something that's actually Um,
0: healthful, yeah.
1: But um, the actual, like a a concrete reason would be that it is like environmentally better um, because it takes both a lot of water and a lot of and a lot of paper, to toilet to, paper. Yeah, to make that um, work. It it's takes true. thirty-seven gallons of water to make one roll wow. of toilet paper. Wow! Um, and I can guarantee you, I don't use thirty-seven gallons uh, of water to spray my butt <laughs> off. You're sitting there for like
0: six hours. Like, <laughs> I'm clean. And
1: finally, at last, thirty-seven <laughs> gallons later.
0: Oh my god! Um.
1: So. I feel like that alone is, that is like, a
0: really good point. The environmental uh, impact. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Pretty good. I mean, like, obviously I know like environmental, like the NSA wants you to recycle. <laughs> um, I want you to use a bidet, but like, yes. I know it's not, it's not, the it's largely corporations, right? It's not the individual consumer, shit. but yes. like, this is a win-win, you yes. know, like you, you are getting both things. Yes. Um, <laughs> Um, I just got an image of someone squirting their bidet and it coming out of their mouth. Um
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's like one long bite. <laughs> oh my God, Caden, when you died, that's how I'll immortalize you as a statue. <laughs> And the water's coming out of mouth. it's a fountain where i'm turning the
1: jet nozzle and it's shooting up and out of my mouth like one of those children <laughs> peeing statues
0: oh my god it's the funniest thing i've ever heard <laughs> so, so i was wondering what that silence was i was like this is a long silence <laughs>
1: in that statue in like a public garden so
0: good though. no one take that that's our id well you've got me pretty convinced (laughs) do i i'm interested yeah i'm intrigued
1: good uh hopefully hopefully i have other people convinced too um if
0: you get up a day because of this podcast and try it send us a review i'm not even kidding yeah send us a review in our dms or at our email um, want to hear from you about your bidet journey.
1: Yeah, definitely. it is a journey. It's a journey. You the gotta... bidet
0: is a journey, not the destination, you know?
1: It's so true. Um, Rachel, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what's your last thing?
0: My last thing. Let's talk about tropes, baby. Let's talk about you and me, Kaden. Yeah. Let's talk about a trope today.
1: Okay, let's do it.
0: I have a trope i want to talk about uh and this is it's it's one of those ones where like it's incredibly well known everybody knows this trope but like it doesn't have like a a specific name or anything necessarily um and like everybody knows it but then when you try when i was trying to like pinpoint places in which i had seen it it was difficult to come up with where i had (laughs) seen it um so we're going to talk about the only one bed trope it's one of my faves Uh. (laughs) one of my absolute faves um and The fun thing is uh, I found this great article from Sci-Fi Wire by Christina Menenti uh, back in in like March of this year. I'm talking about this trope um, where that writer likens it to the forced proximity trope. And so that's, you know, a trope where two people who may or may not have romantic or sexual tension are forced into a situation or physical area that they can't escape and are thus forced into a position of vulnerability, compromise, and eventually they start to kind of explore their feelings for one another. Like they have to work together. Literally
1: like Every cop show where, like, yes, everybody cops cop have to go undercover
0: <laughs> 100%. Everybody cop show is a forced proximity trope, that's such a good point. Um, and like, I feel like forced proximity ships, um, have a real flexibility, they can apply to friends to lovers, they can apply to enemies to lovers, they can really do the whole spectrum. Mm-hmm. Um, like, if there's a tier system like nesting dolls of tropes. We've got Mm -hmm. like a little, like only one bed and that fits into forced proximity, which fits into like all sorts of other tropes. Um, So in terms of just forced proximity in general, um, recommendations for that, Uh, Throne of Glass. I'm going to recommend Throne of Glass again because first off, it's just a banger. It's a very fun summer read. Listen, that whole series, we're coming up on warm weather where you're going to want to take a book to the park. Take Throne of Glass. I promise you, you will not regret it. Um, But a lot of the ships in that series are forced proximity ships. Um, You can also find some gorgeous forced proximity in Madeline Miller's Song of Achilles. Um, you've got excellent forced proximity in um, Jenny Han's Saw the Boys I'd Love Before series. Um, Cause I would argue that the like pretend relationship trope is just another twist on forced proximity. Yeah, um, that's, that's true. Yeah, but of course you can find examples of forced proximity like everywhere when you think about it. Um, but so in terms of the specifically only one bed trope, Christina Menenti claims that this trope is largely a fanfic trope when it specifically involves a bed and that it's fanfic origins are with um, a Luke Skywalker and Han Solo Star Wars <laughs> thing, where The two platonically end up having to share a bed and like Han is drunk and grumpy and Luke talks all night and is a bed hog. Um, which like, listen, is it a platonic thing? Like, yes. But, like, come on, that's such a good pairing, though. (laughs) Like, such a good pairing, though. Um, But I don't think, like, just personally, I think one of the reasons it was hard for me at first to identify why I knew the only one bed trope, but I hadn't, I couldn't, it was hard to pinpoint Mm -hmm. why. I think it is because uh, I knew it from fanfic. Um, (laughs) But, uh, but. We see it all the time. Like, I don't think that is, it is exclusive to fan fiction. And I, I am doubtful that its origins are in fan fiction. Sure. Um, we see this all the time, not only in print books, but in TVs, uh, TV shows and in films. Um, so like example, like the most recent season of Stranger Things has an only one bed trope um, or like Ron and Hermione holding hands, like even though Ron technically opts on the floor um, in Deathly Hollows, like, like there's, there's only one bed stuff in all sorts of things um and but but it's a it's a delightful trope i (laughs) love this trope because we're forced into this moment of reckoning where there's some sort of chemistry um that has been hidden and the most dreaded possible occurrence has arisen which is that they're forced into a situation where neither one of them can ignore it and they have to confront it um Mm -hmm. it's so cringy it's so cheesy but it's such a delicious like pressure cooker moment especially if it's been a slow build which it almost always has um when the characters have been keeping up keeping their feelings all tight and controlled um to see that control wrested away from them in that moment and how they have to then adapt and be Honest, it's just like like chef kiss, very fun. Um, and of course, it, this isn't always a romance trope or a slash trope. It can be used to heighten intimacy in all sorts of situations, like particularly when characters involved are reticent to be vulnerable in other parts of the fiction. Um, so like I saw um a screenshot while I was scrolling through uh Tumblr actually, because I was like, Oh, I think I know this from Tumblr. Um, but like uh like a screenshot from one of the seasons of Broadchurch where like the two characters are not romantically involved but there's a whole like sharing a bad thing they have to do and like that's because like they are their shit is their vulnerability is locked up tight um but i also love it for all the jokes like were you were you a tumblr kid or a tumblr teen not even a little
1: no not at all i uh I was pretty much just on Twitter.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. That's fair. Um, But like I was a big Tumblr teen in the early 2010s. And honestly, we could do a whole episode. Yeah, it really does. like, We could do a whole episode on early 2010s Tumblr um, (laughs) and just all of its nuances. And we very well may. Um, But like this shit was all over fan posts on Tumblr as a teen. (laughs) Um, Like John Locke shippers. You know, when Sherlock was big and anyone who shipped Ah. Sherlock with John, they were all about that single bed trope. Um, (laughs) Or like there are are a ton of good omens, memes and things where they ship Crowley and Aziraphale um, with the single bed trope. And so like it has spurred a lot of great humor and memes because it's like everybody knows the situation where like they go to the hotel room at the business conference and like this was supposed to have double beds what are we gonna do like it's such it's so cliche and because it's so specific there's only one way to do it right um and so it makes for great comedy Mm -hmm. yeah so that's the only one bed trope that's what i have to tell you about it i love it i think it's garbage fun
1: so i'm i'm curious uh what to?
0: are you about to ask me for pairings Kaden I'm about this to ask you get, this is gonna get dicey I'm about to ask you for,
1: I'm about to ask you for pairings but I, I feel like just opening it up to like any two characters ever two feels characters like it ma- feels like maybe like too Daunting.
0: much think about the two most disparate characters like I feel like this trope works best when it's people right. who have very different living styles
1: absolutely very yeah very
0: true. So we need like Queen Elizabeth and who's a fictional character, as we all know. And um,
1: yeah, it's like, what?
0: I don't know, like Larry the Cable Guy.
1: Oh, Jesus Christ.
0: (laughs) And Uh. they go in and and he's like, Your Majesty, uh, seems like there's only one bed in this room. (laughs) She's like, But what will I do with all my corgis? (laughs) That's actually the Queen Larry the Cable Guy and all of her corgis.
1: (laughs) <laughs> all, all the corgis <laughs> have to also fit in the bed they cannot yeah. sleep on the floor no um the queen would sleep on the floor before her corgis absolutely slept on the, floor. the
0: queen would sleep on her corgis on the floor <laughs>
1: <laughs> um i like sort of a uh an elmer fudd bugs bunny dynamic oh
0: yes <laughs> <laughs> be very very quiet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> where they're like kind of like pranking each other all night yes
0: yes um, absolutely. and like neither of them
1: really get any sleep but there's like a little bit of tension like yes. like but like there is a lot of tension between those two yes, characters
0: absolutely. Um, and there
1: would remain quite a bit of tension yeah. um in their like repeated attempts to kill one another yeah um, it's like the, it's like their their murder
0: sleep. sexy yeah yeah <laughs> and there's like a moment where like they've exhausted all their options and they're just kind of laying there like looking up in the ceiling and bu- bugs goes like Hey Doc, and 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 Elmer Fudd goes like, yes, and he's like, what do you think happens after we die? <laughs> 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 like they have a little soulful moment together.
1: Yeah, uh, Elmer Fudd is like, dogs. What are they thinking about?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I also would love, as someone who uh, has watched The Office more times than you should, uh, would love a Jim Dwight. <laughs> Only one bed bedsheet. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Which kind oh. of
0: actually, if I'm thinking about it, we kind of get that in season eight or nine when they go to Florida and Dwight bug bomb- bombs Jim's room. And Jim, the next scene is like Jim and Dwight, like eating desserts in Dwight's bed. <laughs> <And> like, <laughs> so, like, actually, that dream kind of comes true. And it's, it's yeah. and it's a cute scene. And it's a cute scene.
1: You already got it and you didn't even remember.
0: Oh. So. Only One Bed, one of my faves. If you've got a good uh Only One Bed recommendation, I'm always looking for that in my life. So send it over. It's summer, baby. I'm coming out with them Summer Reads. Bring me bring me all of your dumb tropy stuff cuz I want it.
1: <laughs> um even better, give us ideas so we can make dumb tropy stuff by yeah. giving us your screenplays. Don't
0: forget. Let us write. Yeah, don't forget that. If you have an only one bed ship that you're just dying to see on the big screen.
1: The big screen, we'll get it there. (laughs) Guaranteed. We're
0: we're taking that shit to Sundance.
1: That's a promise.
0: Uh. (laughs) 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 Yeah, but please do. If you have a screenplay idea, uh, a log line, just go ahead and send us a sentence about kind of the general synopsis of what you're going for. Go ahead and send that over to our email address, which is theterriblepod at gmail.com or feel free to Instagram DM it to us at our podcast is terrible we'd love to hear from you y'all literally Kaden and I both have made the discovery looking at our Apple podcast page that y'all have left us some dope reviews and it's so much fun thank you so much
1: I uh yeah so thank you to everyone who has uh left reviews I do want to read just a, a quote from one yeah. uh one from Emma friend of the show um <laughs> that says I'm not saying I hear the voice of God when Caden and Rachel banter but I'm also not not saying that
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh my god that's such a gorgeous endorsement thank you so much <laughs> such a amazing good
1: endorsement um but i also yeah.
0: hear the voice of god when we banter but it's god telling us to stop <laughs> like, <laughs> god being like maybe don't
1: uh but yeah so thank you to a friend of the show emma uh also thank you to spidey Roro for mm-hmm. uh for leaving uh just a wonderful review and also mm-hmm. thank you to to gail 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 uh for for the review that one's more recent i'm just reading it right now it's, oh i'm so excited wonderful. to see that
0: from gail 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 um, thank you so also, much
1: also subscribe to gail 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 on twitch um he, yeah big he shout stre- out he streams um over his there. streams are
0: super fun too his streams are super good
1: um, yeah so if you're looking for even more content uh yeah uh, subscribe to him um
0: hell yeah but and if you're and if you're feeling so moved after hearing such a beautiful endorsement like the voices of god feel free to see if see if you can top it write your own on uh on apple podcast or if you just want to if you just want to leave us a, a rating that'd be awesome too just helps us kind of find find more audience further and wider um we're excited about that so thank you so much
1: yeah um yeah i think that's everything uh yeah. i think we we said all the stuff in there
0: We did. We said several words. We did it. How many words Um, do you think we said today?
1: A couple. At At least two. At least 35.
0: Wow. Look at us on our way. As I count. Um, (laughs) I only have 35 fingers, so
1: (laughs) exactly.
0: (laughs) Uh, Hope you have a great rest of your week. (laughs)
1: That's <laughs> me too uh i also i also hope you have a good i hope you have a better we both do we both we both we, we
0: both, both, we both listen listen it's not a competition i love you more but 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 remember i love you
1: more. (laughs) no it's like we love you it's like we both love you equally but it is like i do i do love you a little bit more and also do you remember the time i bought you gummy bears when you really wanted gummy bears and And like we love you you we love you
0: equally but like we love your sister a little more (laughs)
2: like
0: (laughs) 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 kidding kidding hey hey look at me look at me look me in the eyes look at me in the eyes you're so beautiful,
2: Jesus Christ! You're
0: so strong. You've got this. this you shine. Strong. You shine bright like, like a diamond star, like a diamond baby. Kick this week in the tush. I love you.
1: Spray water in your tush.
0: Spray water in your tush. Yeah, baby.
1: This is so. Oh my God.
0: It's good. It's good content. Um really the only thing I'm concerned about is like you're gonna have a hard time because there's nothing you can cut uh
1: so that's the episode thank you so much for listening um we will talk to you in uh in a couple of weeks
0: take care you (laughs) take care you little troublemaker
1: (laughs) Hey, take care now
0: oh look New Yorker Caden's back (laughs) Caden how do they say goodbye in New York
1: Hasta la vista, (laughs) baby. I love a bagel.